So the Mishnah started off speaking about different, different zchuyot that the father has for his daughter. The Mishnah said, He keeps her kesef kedushin. He keeps any metzias. And the Mishnah said, he, the, um, the father also keeps his daughter. When the, when the Mishnah said daughter, Rashi explained, it's talking about specifically a ketana or a naira, a girl up till 12 and a half, before she becomes a gadayla. Then the father has the right to keep all these different things. He has the zchuyot in her and he gets to keep her maisi yadav. So the Gemara starts off, maisi yadav minolam. How do we know that the father has the right to keep his daughter's income? Any income that she has, any maise a dime that she makes, how do we know that the father gets to keep it? Amar Ravuna Amar Rav. Ravuna says in the name of Rav. How do we know that any income that the daughter makes goes to the father? Because the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that a person can sell his daughter as a maidservant. When he sells from the fact that the Pasuk put the word Bito, his daughter, next to the word Amma, a maidservant. So I learned that Bito is just like Amma. So Ma Amma, my just like by a Amma, a maidservant, she's a type of a slave. So obviously any income she makes is going to go to the master. He keeps it. So from the fact that it says Bito le Amma, it says it right next to each other, teaches me also by a daughter, any income she makes, it's going to go to the father while she's a Ketana or a Naira. Says the Gemara. We're learning both the Ketana and the Naira. Ketana is a girl up till 12 years old. Naira is in between 12 and 12 and a half. So you're telling me that this teaches us both a Ketana and a Naira. He gets to keep her income. But how do I know that? Maybe I should say, Maybe I should only say that this applies to a Ketana, that he gets to keep her because this only applies to her. A katana he can sell. A naira he's not able to sell. If he's not able to sell, then you can't learn this limud. The whole limud was from the pasuk v'chiyim kares bitalama. So a naira that he can't sell is bitalama. How, how do you know naira? Maybe it's only talking about katana avul naira delay matzim zabin la maisiyadadidahava. But a naira, the gemara speaks it out that he can't sell her. So maybe she could, she should be able to keep her own maisiyadim. And says the gemara mistabra de'aviyahava. It makes more sense that the father is going to get to keep the maisiyadim even of the naira. Why? So if you're, because if you're going to tell me that she keeps her own Maisei and it doesn't go to the father, it doesn't really make sense. Because We know the father is able to give over his daughter that's a Naira to Chupa. He can marry her off, even if she's not interested. So how does he have that power to do that? On the day of the wedding, at least on the Yom Chupa, She's not working. Let's say she's a lawyer, whatever it is. She gets paid by the hour. On the day she's working, she's not going to make any income. On the day she's getting married, she's not going to make any income. So Gemara says, from the fact that father has the right to marry her off and be mevatel her from that day, on the, on the day she gets married, that day of working, so we see he has the right to marry time Because who, otherwise, how else would he be able to be mevatel her from getting, her, from, uh, getting money from her job? So Paruch Ravach, Ravach asked on that. It's not such a right because maybe he pays her for that day. Maybe Anachanami, you're right. The Torah gives him the power to marry her off, but he has to pay her for the schar that she lost out on that day. How do you know that? How does that show us that he gets any ma'asiyadam that she has? Inami, another way I could look at it, the Masr Labelelio. Maybe he married her off at nighttime and the assumption is that people don't work at night. Inami, the Masr Labelelio is very Maybe he married her off on Shabbos or Yom Tov. And also Shabbos and Yom Tov, you're not going to be working. So therefore, we don't have a raya that, we, we don't have a raya about this. So the question goes back to the beginning. How do you know that the father of a naira gets to keep her ma'asiyadam? 
What, what do you mean? We tried to say Svara because he could marry her off. Maybe he married her off at a time that she wasn't making any money. That's why he was able to do it. So how do you know the father keeps her mind? So the Gemara says, You want to know how I know Naira? Because really for Aktana, we don't need a Pasuk. That Pasuk that was coming to teach me, when a man sells his daughter as an Amma, even though it's talking as a, about Aktana, a person can only sell his daughter as Aktana, as a maidservant, still... We don't need a Pasuk to teach me about Ektana. Why? Because <laughs> Because once he's able to sell her as a slave, obviously he gets to keep her Ma'asiyadayim. So what do I need the Pasuk for? If it's not telling me anything about Ektana, because it's obvious, allocates to Ekral in there. It's obviously any, what I need the Pasuk for. Even though the Pasuk, if you read it, is talking about Ektana, still, I don't need it to teach me about Ektana, telling me that he keeps her Ma'asiyadayim. So what's it going to come and teach me? It's going to teach me about a Naira. Just to speak out of Tysus for a second. Yes. The question we know is sugya in me'arvin simcha besimcha. You can't marry on yom tov because yom tov is simcha, right? What? Right, right, right. So what, what's, what's the answer of the Gemara? That he, the Gemara asks, how did he marry her off? We see that he keeps her mindset then because he was able to be mevatel her from a day of work. The Gemara says, who said? You could marry her on Yom Tov. But those said, you can't marry her on Yom Tov. You can't get married on Yom Tov. So he says, talking about tosefes. Yom Tov, which is, which is Dor, right? So that as relates to the Tosefes, the extra hour, let's, let's say you take on a Yom Tov or Shabbos, that Tosefet, it's, you're not allowed to do Malacha, but it doesn't have a Din Simcha. There's no Simcha, and you're allowed to get married on that time. He says another answer that maybe we were Makadosh with a Shliach and she was still at work, but either way, the Gemara continues. Another Zchus that the father has that the Mishnah said, was that he gets to be made for her nedarim. Matir nedarim is for someone going to a chacham, let's say, to be matir nedarim. Anytime you see mefer, it's a father to his daughter, or a husband to his wife. So, the father has the schus to be made for his daughter's nedarim. Says the Gemara, how do we know that he has the schus to be made for his daughter's nedarim? Because the Pasuk says, by the parish of nedarim. It says, while she's a naira, in the, father's of her, in, in the house of her father. And that Pasuk is in Tarshas Matos, in the beginning, when it's talking about nedarim. So it's teaching us that he has the right to be made for his daughter's nedarim. Says the Gemara, another thing the Mishnah said, the father has the right to accept her get. Just like he was able to marry her off and take her kedushin, he could also except forget, there's a din and gitin, you have to minasan liyada. you have to give it to her hand. her hand, his hand is considered her hand, the husband could go, give the get to the father, she's divorced, how do we know, because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk by Gerushin, it says, she's divorced, then she goes and marries someone else, so the word viyatsa, getting divorced, and vihaisa, meaning kiddushin, is right next to each other, what does that teach me, that there's a hektish, between getting divorced and getting married. It teaches me that it's all the same. And just like you can be makabal the Kiddushin, so if the father has the right to be makabal by the Kiddushin, so he has the same right by Gerushin, because there's a hekish between Gerushin and Isuin, and therefore you know that he could also accept the get. He can't eat the Paris in her lifetime. What's this talking about? Rashi on the Mishnah said that this is talking about a girl that inherited money, let's say from her mother. She had a mother from a different marriage, whatever it was, or... Uh, now they're not married anymore. She inherited things from her mother, Karka. So that belongs to her. It doesn't belong to her father. So the, the Mishnah told us the father doesn't have the rights. Although he keeps all her income, he doesn't have the rights to that property to take the payers, to enjoy the benefits and any income that that property makes. Okay. So there's actually a machlekes about what the Mishnah said as stam that he can't. There's actually a machlekes whether you can or not. There's a b'raisa. If she inherited land and it belongs to her, the av, the father, cannot eat the payers that the land produces. Rabbi 
argues, and he says, no, the father can eat the Paris from that land. What's the machikis between Tanakam and Rabbi Bar Yehuda? Tanakam says like this, I understand why the Baal, we know the halacha by the Baal, by a husband, is better than the father. The Mishnah said, yes, sir. The Baal. the Baal has more rights than the father. The Baal, even if she has a land that she inherited, the Baal is going to be able to enjoy the pears. So the Tanakhama holds, I understand why a Baal is going to be able to use the income that her land produces because the Imkin Nimni Vilay Parik. Because if you're not going to give him the Paris, then if she gets captured, we're worried that he might hold back and not redeem her. Because we know, as we're going to learn on Amadeus, that the Paris were instituted Keneged connected the redeeming her. If she gets captured, that's why he gets to keep the parents because he also has to be pulled to her if she gets captured. So therefore, Rabbi Yisrael Hood holds like this. A Baal, I understand why he takes the parents because we want him to redeem her. Ela'av, but a father, Michael Lememar. What are we going to say to Mimni, that he's not going to redeem her because he's not getting parents? Belavachi Parakla. The Gemara says a father, whether he's getting parents or not, is going to always redeem her no matter what. We don't have to give him anything in order to redeem his daughter. He's going to do it anyway. Rabbi Yisabar Yehuda, Sabar. Rabbi Yisabar Yehuda does not hold that. Rabbi Yisabar Yehuda is a little harsher with his daughter. And he says, Avnami mimni parik. A father even would also hold back. Sabar kisa nikita He's going to say, look, she has a pocket full of money of all these parents she has that I don't have the rights to. She can use that to go redeem herself. But the Chachamim obviously would say that a father would never do that. Nisis, yes sir, so the, what we just mentioned actually, the Mishnah had said that once she gets married, Nisis, in the state of Nisuin, not only Erisin, full marriage, so then already, yes sir, then the Baal has more rights and the Mishnah listed a few rights. So the first one was that he's going to eat the Paris. So the Gemara starts off, Tanar Abana Nebraisa, Kosov la Paris, Ksus, so the, the father wrote, the father-in-law of her wrote an edunya for Peres, Ksus, Kalin to come into the marriage from base of Via, from the father's house, the base Baila. She wrote, so, so he wrote all these different things into the Nidunya. So the halacha is, who's going to get to keep it if he dies? So Pashto says, is actually, Machlech is how to learn it. What are we talking about? Arusa or Nesua? We'll take on Rashi's shot right now. Rashi says, we're talking about an Arusa. They weren't fully married. They were in a state of Erusin. So the question is, Mesa, if she dies right now, and the father-in-law, he wrote this big Nidunya. So if she dies before the Nesuin, so who's going to get to keep it? So he gave them the Nidunya, but there's only Erusin, there's not Nisuin. So after Nisun Rashi takes some Pashat that he's going to get to keep it even if she dies. Question is, before Eirusin, what's going to be the halacha? Who's, who's going to get to keep it? So Tanakama says that the Baal is not Zoha in these things, in the Nedunya that he gave, because there was no Nisun yet, and they're only after a state of Eirusin. Misham Remnasan says that Zoha Habab The Baal was Zoha in these things, and even though there was no Nisun yet, the Baal gets to keep the Nedunya. Okay, says the Gemara, we'll try to tie in this machlek, as we just said, between the Rabbanon and Rav Nasan, into a different machlekes between Rabbanon and Rav Lezer ben Azariah. Okay, what's that machlekes between Rabbanon and Rav Lezer ben Azariah? Ditnan, we have a Mishnah. A girl got, got widowed or divorced. Her husband died or divorced her. It doesn't matter whether he died or divorced her after they were already fully married Minanisuin or even after they were only married through Erusin. Gova Esakol. The Tanakhama holds that she collects the entire ksuba. Now, there's two parts of the ksuba. There's the Iker ksuba. The Iker ksuba is the, the chov that the Torah gave you, really, that a hundred for an amana, a hundred is for an amana, and two hundred is for a besula. 
But there's also Tesefes Ksuba, which is anything added to that. There could be added money, there could be added things in the Ksuba, added Chiyuvim that Baal was Mechaev himself. So, go, the, the Rabbanon hold that, he collects every, that she collects everything. Whether she, he died or divorced her from a state of heirs and they were half married or full married, it doesn't matter, she's going to collect the entire Ksuba, the Iker Ksuba and the Tesefes Ksuba. Rabbi Lezim Nazari says, Minani Suin go call. No, if she got divorced, or she or her husband died from Nisuin when they were fully married, then already she gets the entire Ksuba. Mina Irisin, but if he only, if he died or divorced her, but they were only halfway married through Irisin, then Basula Govim Basaim, Valmana Mana, Basula's gonna get two hundred, Almana Mana, in other words, they're gonna get the Iker Ksuba, but anything over that, they're not gonna get to any they're not gonna get any Tosefet Ksuba. Okay, why? Because he holds that the Baal only wrote her these extra things in the Ksuba, not the hundred or two hundred. But any Tosefet and he in the Ksuba, he only wrote that Amanat Lekonsa, on, on the condition to marry her fully, and that didn't happen. So therefore, Rabbi Lezman Azari holds that he's only Chayev to pay her the Iker Ksuba of 100 or 200. Okay. Right, so we're, we're going to try to, yeah, we're going to try to tie up these two, we're about to see, we're about to speak of inside. Lamanda Amar, let's try to tie in the Machlekes that we just saw between the Rabban and Rabbi Lezman Azariah. To the other machlekes about the nedunya between Rav Nassan and the Rabbanon. Liman Amar According to the Manda Amar, the Tanakama about the case of nedunya that says Loizacha, that in a state of erusin, if if her if his wife died in a state of erusin before they were fully married, so. The Tanakama said, Loizacha. He doesn't get to keep it. So, So he seems to be going like Rebbe Nazaria that says she would only get the Iker Ksuba. So, it's a parallel thing, meaning we're going to say it's, it works both ways. If he gets the Nadunya, even though it's only Erusin when she dies, then she gets the. And then she gets the, the, the Ksuba, the full Ksuba, even the Tosefet Ksuba. But the Manda Amar, Manda Amar Zacha Kerabanan, Manda Amar Zacha, and according to Manda Amar that says that he does get to keep it. That he does get to keep the Nadunya even though it was only in a state of Eris and Karabanan. That's going like the Rabbanan that say that she, that she gets everything. Right. She gets everything, even though Tasevet says the Gemara. So let's try to tie in the Machlegas one into the other. Do we have to say that? The Gemara says, Lai. We, don't, we can't necessarily say that these two Machlegas are the same. Why? Because the Kuli Amakar I could really tell you that everyone's going like Rebbe Nazariah, both from Nasan and the Chachamim in the Brisa earlier are both going like Rebbe Nazariah, who said that Mina Erisin, there's no Tosefet, that you're not going to get any Tosefet Tsuba if, if he died or divorced her from a state of Erisin. Okay, so how are we going to put them both, put both Shitas in Rebbe Nazariah? Because Manda Amar Lezacha, Kerbelezim Nazariah. According to Manda Amar that says he doesn't get to keep it, he doesn't get to keep the Nedunya if, if she died from a state of Erisin, that's going like Rebbe Nazariah. We understand that very much, that he doesn't get it to, she, she also wouldn't get it to Sevet Ksuba if it, this marriage ended in a state of Erisin. But according to Mandamar that says, Zacha, that he keeps the Nedunya even though the marriage ended in a state of Erisin, even though she died in a state of Erisin. Why, how does that shtim with Rebbe Nazariah? Because he's going to say like this, Adkan like Rebbe Nazariah, Nazariah only said, that she doesn't get the Tosefet Ksuba if, if, she, if he died or divorced her, if the marriage ended before the Nisuin happened, that's because because that's from him to her. The Ksuba he gives from him to her. And he, he only wrote, you have this far, like we said before, he only wrote this Tosefet Ksuba in order to fully marry her. But, but something that's from her house to him, I feel Rebbe Lezim and Azariah might agree 
that the husband gets to keep it even if she died in a state of erisin. Why? The Mishum Ichtune, who, because the whole reason that the father-in-law wrote this over is because he's so excited that to marry off his daughter, because he's got such an amazing chasan, and what happened? And then another day, they married them over, and he married off his daughter-in-law, and therefore that marriage happened. So we could say that's what it's called. Even if she dies from a state of erison, we could say that's not going to connect to Rebbe Lezim Nazari. And even Rebbe Lezim Nazari maybe is going to agree over there that he would still get to keep it even though she dies. The next thing the Mishnah said was that he, the Baal, we said one of the things the Baal has more rights than the father, is that the Baal also is chayiv to support his wife. Okay, v'chulu, tan arabana, abrayse, So, different chayuvim that the Baal has towards Ishtoi is keneged different things that he's gonna, is, is keneged different things that he gets from her. So she owes him some things and he owes her some things. So we're gonna line them up and we're gonna pair them up with each other. So abrayse says like this, takinu mezenaseh, tachas meisiyadeh. He has to feed her, and he's have to support her, because he gets her income. He gets any ma'asiyadayim that she makes. That's why he has the, that's why he has the chiv to feed her. The Rishanim actually go through which one is because of which. Is it he's have to feed her because he gets her income, or he gets her income because he's have to feed her? But either way, the koivarta tachas kisubasa. He has a chiv to bury her and pay any expenses related to that because he gets her ksuba. The ksuba doesn't mean the ksuba he's giving over here. It means the nedunya that's written into the ksuba. The Nidunya that's written into the Ksuba, since he gets that, so he's Chayiv to bury her. Lefikah, Baalah Chaperis. The Bryce ends up. Therefore, the Baal gets to eat the Paris. The Gemara asked, Paris Mandachar Shemayim. What a Paris? Who, who talked about Paris? The, the Bryce randomly ended off with Paris. We didn't say anything about Paris. So, so the answer is the Gemara. Chisurim Echzer Vachitani. Really, the Bryce was missing words, and this is what it meant to say. Takinim is an Esel Tachas Maisiodel. He has to feed her, and he has to support her because he gets her Maisiodel. Ufirkaina Tachas Paris. And he has to redeem her if she gets captured because he gets to keep her Paris. So now we mentioned Paris. Vikavarta Tachas Ksumasa. And he has to bury her. He has to pay that because he. He gets the nidunya, and therefore the Baal gets to eat the Paris. So it's going back on what we said, the Firkaina Tachas Paris, that he has to redeem her because of the Paris, and Lefikoch Baal is the Paris. Says the Gemara, my Lefikoch. What's the Lefikoch? We already mentioned Upirkaina Tachas Paris, that he, has, he gets Paris because he has to redeem her. So what, what, what's Lefikoch, therefore he eats Paris? We already mentioned it. We didn't go back on any of the other ones and see Lefikoch, he, he has to support her or something like that. And says the Gemara, Maybe we, have, we would have a half minute to think that he shouldn't eat the pears. Maybe when it says he keeps the pears, it doesn't mean he eats it literally. He can't physically eat it. Maybe Anuche Nanchenu. Maybe you should put it in a savings account. The Mkain Mimni Vile Park. Maybe you should put it away as a fund in case she gets captured. Maybe it's literally Tachas. Maybe the Paris are for redeeming her. So you should take any income from the Paris, put it into savings in case she gets captured one day, and redeem her with that money. So Kamash Malan, the Chiddush is, the Hadifa. That really, no. It's better to eat the Paris and redeem her when you redeem her in the future from your own money. It's better not to save that specific money for that because Zimna Delaimalu Because sometimes the income that she makes and the pears that she produces is not going to be enough to cover her expenses to redeem her. And therefore, you're going to have to do it from your own money anyway. Therefore, we're saying you're going to keep the pears. The Eipoch Anna asked the Gemara, why don't I switch it around? Meaning, we said a few things in the Bible. We said, Nechiyam that he has to support her, Mizona, is Tachas Maiseyodah. It's because of the Maiseyodah. And the... 
And the Firkoina is Tachas Peiros. How do I know each one is connected to which? Maybe Mizonos is Tachas Peiros. Maybe he has to support her because of the Peiros he's getting and the opposite around. And it says, Abaye, Omer Abaye, Takinu Matsu Limatsui. We did a common thing against a common thing. And therefore, it's very common to need food and to be supported. So the Mizonos are connected, the Maisi Yadayim, because it's also very common to have a job. And she works and supports. So he has to support her, connect the Maisi Yadayim, because those two things are very common. We also were, we, we, we grouped up the fact that, yeah, she gets captured. The fact he has to, he has to be poder, that's not so common to get captured. And therefore, also, the Nechsi Melog, that she would bring into the marriage, that's also not so common. So we group those two things, common against common, not common against not common. That's why each of those corresponding things are connected to the other one. Omar Rav, Rav said, This Tana holds that the Chi of Mizaynas is Daraisa. So up till now, we were learning it as if the Chiyuv, it sounds from the last Gemara like it's the Rabbana. Takinu Rabbana. They were Misakin, Mizaynas, Kenegen, Mizaynas, Kenegen, the Maisi Yodayim. Takinu Rabbana, that it's only Takinu Rabbana. But Rabbah says that no. The following Tana holds that Mizonas is Midar Raisa, that the Chiyuv a man has to support his wife is Midar Raisa. Why the Tana is? We have a Braisa. She'ira. The Pasuk says that a person has to support his wife with She'ira, Ksusa, Ve'oinasa, right? In Macher's Yikach, the Pasuk says, She'ira, Ksusa, Ve'oinasa, Lo Yigra. He shouldn't, he shouldn't take, take away those things. So we, we obviously see that he has to give her those things. So the Tanah, the Pasuk, the, the Ibrahim says, She'ira. What does She'ira mean? Elu Mizonos. She'ira refers to Mizonos, that he has to support his wife. And we also find this idea that She'er means Mizonot in a Pasuk, Va'asher Achlu, She'er Ami. That my nation they ate, Va'asher Achlu, She'er Ami. So we see that they ate my nation. So she'er could mean eating. It could mean food. Okay. Ksusa kemashmai. What does ksus mean? That's kemashmai. That means clothing. And oinasa zu oina amura betayra. Oinasa, what does ona mean? Ona means the chi of tashmish that a man has to his wife. And that's the ona that's said in the Torah. We also find this in the Pasuk where Lavan said to Yaakov, imtane es benaisai. Don't be me'ane, my daughters, meaning don't lack them from tashmish. Give them the tashmish that they need. Okay, Reb Lezer, I mean, Reb Lezer learns it differently, and he says, She'ira zu oina. Really, no. She'ira is not mezonos, like you just said. But rather, She'ira is referring to ona. That's referring to the chi of tashmish that a man has to his wife. By the way, there's the chi of tashmish, but only one brought down. Shochanar goes through, which, what, are, what exactly are the chiyuvim? For, depending on what your job is, depend, that's the thing. Tamar chacham erev Shabbos, erev Shabbos. But the one thing that's, that's, that's a chiyuv mida iraisa brought down across the board, the one time. A chiyuv in, in general, whenever usually the Shochanach says when it ishtoz mishtokekes for it. But the one chiyuv specifically that's equal to everyone, chiyuv ono mida iraisa is yotze lederach. It could even push off a vest. But on that note, another way it's brought down. Rebelezer, I'm a She'ira is not referring to Mizonos, but Rebelezer holds rather She'ira is Ona. V'cheinu omer ish ish al kol she'er b'sarei le'tikrubu legalis erva. The Pasuk also says, ish ish al kol she'er b'sarei le'tikrubu legalis erva. A person shouldn't, these different arayas that a person has an isr koris to be with, and it calls them she'er. So we see she'er could be related to tashmish. It's related to she'er b'sarei, so she'er is tashmish. That's why Rebelezer holds that she'ira is not referring to mizonos, but rather it's referring to the ona. And ksusa kemashmai, Rebelezer agrees, ksusa means clothing, kemashmai. And anasa elumazanus. What does ona mean? If she'er meant ona, what does anasa mean? Elumazanus. That's talking about mazanus. We, we actually find a precedent to that in the pasuk where it calls mizonus anasa. It says in last week's parsha, vayanicha vayariveka. Hashem afflicted you vayariveka, and He made you hungry. So vayariveka, so vayanicha, vayanicha is ona. 
That's the same shorash as ono. So we see, ono is associated by Yarivecha with making you hungry. So we see making hungry, that's for food. So we see ona can mean the chiv mizonos. Remember, Lezim Yaakov learns another limud from this, that she'era ksusa, lefum she'era ten ksusa. The Pasuk says she'era ksusa v'anasa. So why does it say she'era next to ksusa? To teach me, lefum she'era ten ksusa. Based on what type of girl and where she's holding in life, that's the type of clothing that you have to give her. You shouldn't give to a young girl old girl clothing. And you shouldn't give to old girl young girl's clothing. And ksusa, the Ainasa, why does the Pasuk continue and say ksusa vainasa together? It says sheira ksusa vainasa. So why does it say ksusa right next to Ainasa? Lefumanasa ten ksusa. According to the onasa, according to the zman over here it means. According to the season, ona could also mean season. So according to the season, that's the type of clothing you have to give her. You shouldn't give new clothing. New clothing are usually thicker and therefore they're more hot. Don't give more hot, thicker clothing, new ones in the summertime. And not worn out clothing, which are usually thinner and don't keep you as warm. Don't give those in the winter time. Hold on.